Happy Tuesday. Hello, everyone. It is the 14th of August, which is a very special day for us. Yes. Because it's our son's birthday today. Toggle is 22 years old. And here we are, nine days after August Rush, nine days after Terraforming 22. And you can't make that up. That's right. 22, 22. Way to go, Toggle. It'd be cool if we had been doing this actually for 22 years, but yeah. it's really... 11 years. 11 years. Right. But, two but still, yeah. it's very but popular. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, we're excited and we're celebrating him today, and we're also just in awe of everything Papa has done over these last few weeks, having um, the barn finished and August Rush was a beautiful, beautiful experience and we did in fact love every second of it such a joy to be able to see family come in Uh, some people we haven't seen in a few years some people we had but wow what a joy it was to get to hug all those necks yeah it was amazing the barn is more than we could have imagined so worth the wait and it was it was very um very surreal. Our first, we got to do a movie night in the barn for our first together where we watched August Rush together, which was so cool. And, um, and then, but even so being in there, it was very surreal for me until everyone got there for August Rush. Um, then it became real. I think just because this has been so much for all of us, not just us, Pa and I are us locally, but but our whole family, so it it became real, and I found myself just trying as much as I could to to be in little pockets and places to just enjoy it, even though I had, you know, responsibility and teaching and that kind of thing. I, I wanted to just be there with everyone and just experiencing it. It was it was quite something. So we were drowning in Papa's kisses. There were so many. It would be impossible to, to recount them all, not the least of which was probably our weather, oh. which um, we've been in the 70s here in Tulsa in August, which um, was not the case when Axel Pearl and Tav got married. And it <laughs> Six was years ago. 100, 118 degrees. Um, uh, but Celsius, it's probably 25 right now, 23, 24, 25 right now which is 70 to 75 degrees. Unbelievable, the weather that we've been having. We've had rain, uh, which is great because we have all the new landscaping at the barn and um, lots of hardy things we were able to uh, plant in August, not knowing that we were going to have sort of a spring-autumn weather here in Tulsa. So lots of kisses from the Lord as we went through August Rush, and um, and most people have gone home except yeah. for a very large contingent <laughs> from a certain place called Cyprus. Yes, and they are all here for a very special event that will happen in a couple of days, and so we're so enjoying just getting that time, and, and we are just amazed at the weather. I was just walking um, this morning with uh, Iggy and Murr from Cyprus and and she's like I can't believe this weather and we can't either except it's a huge kiss I mean it's really started right as uh, we were coming into AR and we just had 
cooler weather and a breeze. And Axel said she thought it was just a kiss for our faithfulness for those years in the tent. And I'll take that, you know, and um, just it was just really special. Uh, Stuart and Maiden were here from Napa and they they were celebrating their 50th anniversary, which was amazing. And their anniversary in Axel and Tov's, which was their sixth, was, was on the same day, August 4th. So um, it was just, that was amazing. Worship was off the hook, off the hook. And and the teaching, and I'm, I'm not speaking about my own, but the other teachings <laughs> were just astounding. It was it was just an incredible time. And so we'll look forward to um, all the recordings getting up very soon. Probably take us a few weeks. Uh, and uh, But did get verification that it's being worked on uh, starting probably today or tomorrow. So that means it won't be too long. But we, we know that uh, it is quite the arduous process. So it's on its way. Yeah. And we did get to have a summit Um after AR was done, um, now after AR, we get to do on that Sunday, which is really part of August Rush, we get to do any uh, reveals that we have. And we have the immersion celebration for those who have gone through immersion. And that was just a super sweet time. And then we get to have a summit with all of our um, just team leaders and um, communities that that we are alongside and um, Whistle rolled out the most incredible thing ever. And so if you're part of a team, you're, you're, um, those that are stewarding that your teams will, will be sharing that with you. But it's pretty incredible. And he also has gotten our app, the Field app, up and running again. And Whoa. so you can get to that through the website. There's a banner that says Field app. You can click on that, and it will let you download it. You don't even have to go through the App Store. Uh, you can just do it through there, and we've updated it, um, added a lot of things, and, and now it's in such a format that we can update it anytime. And I already have a list of things to send Whistle, so I'm, we're going to let him get August Rush posted first <laughs> yes, before we start that. That's right. So, yeah. And we also are so excited um, one of the things that really came out of August Rush this year was uh, an expression from a lot of people who are new to us and have requested a level one training mm-hmm. to take place here in Bixby at the barn. So we have scheduled that for Thursday night, October the 11th, all day Friday the 12th, and all day Saturday the 13th here in Bixby at the barn. So if you want to attend, you please register at the website. There is a banner on the homepage that talks about it. Uh, level one training for uh, terraforming and Sessor foundations. And so find that banner, click on that link and, uh, and register. We would love to have you uh, from anywhere around the world to come in for it. Again, it's short, but it's a great way for us to uh, establish that foundation of what God has been doing over these 11 years that uh, has changed our lives and has allowed us to participate with him in uh, seeing the world become a, uh, a, a place with more and more light in it. And we love seeing more and more light in the world. So yay and register if you can come. 
Yeah, also we have a fitting room coming in October, uh, which begins October 20th and it goes through October 27th. We have couples registered, but please, if you're interested, let us know. Um, because sometimes we have, you know, a couple that's not positive, they're able to make it, but we, we have a spot for them. So sometimes there's changes and, um, even if we've had a waiting list, we might be able to have someone on that waiting list come. Um, so yeah, get in touch with us about that. You can just email us. We know a dunk is going to be coming early November, um, and that's going to be a very specific dunk, but we'll, we'll have more information on that. Sometimes our dunks are general. Sometimes they have a theme. This one is going to have a theme, but, um, it will be within the first weeks of November. So we'll be getting you more information on that. Yes. Um, also we got to share some exciting things, um, during AR. One is that we will be opening a silence retreat here in Bixby and so what that means, as we know it now, because <laughs> we're, we're still letting uh, him unfold it, but we, will, we have some land called the 100-acre wood, and we're going to be putting some little tiny houses on it that will be uh, retreats for, for people to come individually, singly, <laughs> not a whole group to come, but to spend a day a few days, a week, uh, just in the presence of the Lord in silence. And we'll have a lot more to come of what that looks like, how that gets walked out in an actual time. And uh, so our very first tiny house is going to start making its way here to Bixby next week on the 20th. So pretty excited about that. Yes. And then we also shared about another property we have and some of the plans for it. Which is, uh, Pa does not know what I'm talking about. Migdanah? Oh, yes, because we we hadn't said that before. Migdanah is um, a beautiful piece of land with a um, a an estate house on it, and it's got lots of room for horses. So we've got our three uh, horses the black horse, the red horse, and the dappled horse are at the land in Migdanah now. And the um, the sheds that are there, we have been praying about what all Papa wants us to do with those as they are very large, over 2,000, 3,000 square foot each. And we feel like Papa's saying for the furthest one on the west side of the property that we will be building a recording studio there and uh, letting Papa continue painting that picture of what it looks like um, because we know that it's on his heart to provide that capability to those he has called. And uh, so we're, we're probably a good year or so out before that's going to be ready, but just knowing that that's in motion something we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, the house itself at McDonough we're using for fitting rooms and dunks. And we had our first youth camp there. Your first youth camp was there. Lots of amazing things uh, God's opened the door for. So amazing how amazing it can be. Yes. 
and excuse us. Uh, we our voices are still a little rough yeah, yeah. <laughs> from from the past weeks, and our minds are a little mushy. But we do have a few things to share that are on our hearts in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't wait for the audio for August Rush to get up, as there are some um, uh, wonderful things that God is saying right now, and uh, some of them revealed some things that we needed clarification on, and others were wonderful uh, commissions that he's sending us on, and even some ways that he is encouraging us to um, to grow in him in ways that maybe we have uh, been blocked before. And one of the big ones that I feel like is just a introductory, meaning that there's more to come, is related to emotions and how we deal with our emotions. And uh, one of the things that Papa has highlighted is that it is so common for each of us to be raised in a culture where emotions are not understood or not blessed or not allowed. And because of that, there have been many people that have cut off their emotions and many people that have had to um, sort of um, change their emotions in a way that would be palatable for people in the world. And that when it comes to actually processing emotions, many of us will either stuff those emotions in that uh, Splinter 12 jailer vault deep inside of us where it's, we're swallowing the emotions instead of uh, processing them, or we might vent those emotions uh, and they burst out of us. And sometimes we may even find someone that we are in agreement with will uh, will place emotions on each other. And since August Rush in these nine short days, we've really been walking through this journey and a lot of us here in Bixby are walking this together and we're having an amazing time learning to um, to ask Papa to be the source of the processing of these emotions when they happen so that uh, it's not a burden for us to carry or to stuff or to dump on another person, but it's something that has uh, a, an actual covenant to it and working with God to see what the covenant is in that moment and and letting him be the one that brings about the emotion that is healthy for that moment, whether it's laughter or whether it's tears or or whether it's an expression of truth that we might normally have withheld. And uh, so it's been very healthy and producing some really good fruit and we know there's so much more to come, but just encourage everyone that uh, that will be in one of the first chapters of Terraforming 22 when it comes out, and it's called Motivation. And uh, and we talk about processing emotions there, and I have a feeling we're going to talk more about that subject in February or next year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really um, a session that was quite impactful for for everyone, I think. And, you know, it just comes from our... I would really say passion even more than pursuit of of being as um, close as we can as a community here and, and of course, beyond us. But um, as we're not just 
when we're teaching or we're gathered together at AR, but our day-to-day walk with each other and knowing, you know, we have covenant to walk through together and um, giving each other grace for that and learning for that. You know, we're, um, we're not really creating an environment where um, we don't walk through anything that families walk through or communities walk through, but that we get the invitation to walk through them well. So it does mean we get to walk through things together and, and you just never know what those things might be. Cause sometimes it's things that are quite familiar. And sometimes it's like, wow, we actually haven't done that before. We really do need, um, some grace and mercy here <laughs> as we walk this through and, and walk through it, truly seeing each other. And so in that, I think, uh, just a, a place I've been pausing in is, um, just as we're so, I think you'll know what I mean by this. We're so astounded by his faithfulness, not because it's unexpected, but because, um, we don't take it for granted how amazingly he cares for us, how, um, fully he sees us and how much is in his heart for us and how he truly does do everything, um, that is needed uh, to keep us um, invited to look at him, focus on him, and and with the provision and sustenance to move towards everything he said to us. You know, sometimes we don't feel like we have that. It might be because we're moving towards our version of what he has, that kind of thing. But in that, I just have been very paused in the place of, I just want to be faithful. I want to be so faithful. Um I just want that to be my response, you know, gratefulness, first thing that just tumbles from my lips, but faithful, I just want to be found faithful. And so um, there's just a couple of, of scriptures he's drawn me to in ways that I can truly um, make sure or continue to um respond to his example, to his character of faithfulness. And so one of those is in Leviticus 19. And the whole scripture that this is, you know, in context with is Leviticus 19, 9 through 18. Um, but and it'll be familiar. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and there's, you know, there's a full few verses related to that. But he just had highlighted some words to me. So loving your neighbor as yourself means several things. One is to not avenge, and two is not to bear a grudge. So we don't avenge people that have wronged us, and I think we can take that one kind of, okay, yeah, we're not going to seek vengeance where, you know, we said that years ago, venting leads to vengeance um, and away from trust because when we vent about something, we're just revealing we don't trust Papa with that situation, with that relationship, with that circumstance that we're in. So we start venting it, and it just leads us to vengeance. It leads us to try to get our own justice. And so we can kind of hear the word avenge and be like, oh, no, <laughs> we don't want to do that. But but what does that mean? And don't bear a grudge. And when the Lord is talking about, you know, love your neighbor as yourself, he is talking about... Um, Neighbor, that word in Hebrew is ra or R-A. 
and it means a citizen or a friend. Um, and then there is am, which is apostrophe A-M, and that means a kinsman or a relative. And so he very specifically says not to bear a grudge against your kinsman, those that you're in community with. So, you know, a neighbor we might be more likely to seek vengeance against, but our own kinsman, our own community is where we can bear a grudge. And so there's a word in verse 18 speaking to this about that bear a grudge, and it is natar, N-A-T-A-R, and it means to cherish anger, to guard anger, and to nurture anger. So I've just been very, you know, show me any place where I might do that, where I would actually nurture my anger. And, and recognizing, I think I'm recognizing more and more that anger itself is not an emotion, Anger is this encapsulation of a lot of emotions we don't deal with, and that's how it comes out. Um, That's how it manifests. So if we're cherishing that offense, cherishing that fear, um, we're guarding it so it can't ever be dealt with, we actually nurture it to grow, and that's what's growing instead of our relationship And relationships just do involve reconciliation. They just do involve restoration as much as we don't want them to because it reminds us of something of the past. It actually is his heart because when we restore and when we reconcile, we're actually not fixing what was broken, but we're coming forth forward into what he always intended for that relationship. Um, And that's pretty cool that he always has us in that return forward where we are coming into what he always intended, not just moving away from what was broken and didn't work. We're actually discovering what he has. And so if we um, cherish love and honor and faithfulness, then we won't guard our anger and actually nurture it and all the things that it encompasses or has wrapped up that we haven't dealt with. So I've been really... Um, just, he actually just showed me that one yesterday. So (laughs) looking at that one pretty, pretty seriously. And then the other one is just this description he led me to of the faithful remnant. So Pa has talked a lot about the unfaithful that are described in Malachi. And again, in, um, I think it's Matthew. Yes. And they, they cross reference and the unfaithful are those who take, you know, the, the, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, the violent take it by force, and the violent are described as the unfaithful, those who do their will, their way, and they no longer consider the Lord. They no longer consider what he has for them, that kind of thing. So within that same um, amazing uh, context and scripture is another section in Malachi 3 that describes the faithful the faithful remnant. And this is what it says. And this is Malachi 3, verse 16 and 17. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who were in awe of the Lord and honored his name. And he said, on the day when I act, they will be my treasured possession. And 
Uh, we've talked about this in Sessors when we've met uh, just a few weeks ago before August Rush. You know, we we come together to pray many times, but we've had these lovely moments in our last Sessor meeting was one of those where we just talked. We just talked about what we'd been hearing and how we'd been experiencing him and what we were seeing for AR or for things ahead in our community, you know, not just um, our Cajal, but the community at large. And and we just spoke it out and we just heard each other and we just like welcomed what each other was hearing. And, and in that moment, I, he had just like highlighted that scripture to me. And I absolutely knew that the Lord was hovering. He was just right there in our midst that Papa was there um, and Jesus was there and El Shaddai was there. And there was just this fullness of him in the fullness of us because we were in that moment in this pure place of just talking about who we knew him to be, what we believed he could do, what we um, were responding to that he was already doing and like literally felt that the Lord was taking a scroll and writing down what we had said and establishing it. Like it was so, um, because those words were so connected to him. And so he, he created this scroll of remembrance in his presence and, and he recognized our awe in that moment and, and we just became the faithful remnant in that moment. And you think how easy it is to be unfaithful with our words when we give way to fear, when we give way to imaginations, when we draw conclusions about what could happen instead of dwelling with him and what he wants to have happen and what he wants us to be part of, that we truly are the page turners in this story and we can choose not to turn another page and kind of close the book or we keep turning the page even though we don't know what's on the next one. But that we have that opportunity to be faithful in our conversations with each other and when we speak to each other, with each other from that place of awe, a scroll is like a testament, a scroll, a book, a scripture is actually written in heaven based on those pure conversations. And so just really seeking that too, that any conversation we're having together, he could be present and do that. He could write down that journal entry. He could write that next page of the story and we could, we could turn it, open it up for someone to read and he will accomplish and establish what we speak like I just am astounded by that and and so have been um really I think taken to task, you know, even myself for what words are coming and um were they something he could agree with and he could establish just in in my speaking it and speaking it to others and so um just another place of pursuing being faithful to him. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Well, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so keep loving each other. Keep please loving each other. Keep forgiving. Keep reconciling. Keep restoring. 
you know, everywhere you can. There are, of course, places we can't. Someone else's choice uh, prevents that. And, and we get to just yield and trust Papa with that and not vent about it, but just trust him, just reveal our trust by uh, staying in a place of what he sees and what he knows. But in those instances together in this world that's very torn asunder, we can be bound together and we do that by, oh, that's not what they meant. What, what did they mean, Papa? You know, or gosh, that's not, um, that's not who they are or, you know, and, and talking to each other instead of about each other. And, and if, if something stings our heart, we can deal of course with any offense we have, but we can go and say, Hey, did you mean this? Or did I, you know, did I say something that, that led you to say that differently or that kind of thing? And we reconcile and we return and we restore things to what he intends not just fixing something that's broken. That's cool. All right. Well, we are excited to have to gather tonight. Yes, we are. Excited to be back on the podcast. We really do enjoy them. And we are so encouraged by your emails and texts letting us know that they are are helpful to you in some way and encouraging to you. So thank you for that. It means a lot to us. It does. We love you guys very much. Bless you all. We will talk to you very soon. Like next week. Like next week. (laughs) Bye.